Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hi, welcome back, tennis fans. It is the French Open still, but we're not bringing you news of a, well, happy news. It's unfortunate news. It is Naomi Osaka. She has withdrawn from the French Open, unfortunately, due to, well, what she said, she's been threatened with being defaulted from the tournament uh, and just for the fact she didn't want and future tournaments, because in fact, she didn't want to play. And uh, no, she didn't want to uh, do press conferences due to her mental health. And they've said, if you don't do them, we will default you. And she said, oh, well, if that's the case, I'm going to have to withdraw from the competition, unfortunately. And it's a very sad state of affairs. I'm very sad to see her depart here. Uh, I was hoping to see if she could actually make a run in this tournament. And she said that she's had very, well, really bad mental health problems dating back to 2018, ever since she won her first Grand Slam. And it's really sad to see. I'm, I'm not sure how I really feel about the whole way it's been handled at the moment. It's very fresh. The, it's uh, raw wounds, really. And Naomi Osaka, this is, surely isn't going to help the mental health issue all of this now being in the media and it's it's like a big media frenzy around her. I'm I'm wor- more worried for her, if anything. It's on the big stage more than ever now. Like you said, it's not just tennis fans talking about it. It's journalists all over the world. And there's going to be some people with a, a little bit more of a tougher take than the general tennis fan. Oh, definitely. And ultimately, my take on the whole thing is it's like you said, I'm going to just reinforce what you said. It's very sad. I feel like she's kind of been bullied into a corner where she's been forced to kind of withdraw because they're pressurizing her so much. The fines, $15,000 each match. She doesn't do the press conference. Talks about her not being able to enter future tournaments. 
it doesn't seem like there's been any solutions and all it's been is punishments. Um, I can yeah. put hold my hands up and say I was one of the people to come out initially when I heard the news that not doing press conferences to be a little bit disappointed in her. I thought uh, the way she sort of broke the news on Twitter wasn't very good, didn't really make too much sense. It seemed a little bit convenient that it came at French Open. Typically, she's never done very well here. Um, I don't think she articulated herself very well at all. And it just created a lot more confusion around the whole thing. We saw her sister come out and try and defend her and, and yeah. raise more points on through Reddit. Um, I read through that and it didn't really help the situation more, to be fair. No. But her recent statement has been very good. It's been to the point, um, explained everything. But then it's probably gone into too many details because ultimately, if someone says they're suffering with mental health, why do they? Why does anyone have to justify that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I you should take you their word for it. If someone's struggling with mental health issues, you shouldn't have to then say, okay, so what's the issues then? Explain to me in depth what's going on here and there. It's fine if they want to talk about it. It might help the issues, but they shouldn't have to do it as a form of justification to prove that they've got issues, if you know what I mean. People saying they don't believe her, oh, they're this and that. We've never said any of that because we, that's, that's just incorrect. That's false. No one knows what, how she feels inside. And that's okay. why I feel terribly sad for her because clearly she's come out and she's talked about some of the troubles. We know she's a bit of um, someone who's within herself. I can't think of the word, not uh, an extrovert and an, an introvert. introvert. Yeah, she's yeah. very much of an introvert. Uh, doesn't really deal too well in social situations. You yep. can see she spoke about how she, when she enters court, she always has her headphones on. Some of her after match faults and press conferences, she's always a bit bubbly and thing, but I think that's through nerves and the social anxiety, which she said she has. And that's not a, that's not a lie. That's fact. We can see that. It's very evident in the way she speaks. But we love it for her. I think it, it makes her very charismatic. Um, and she's just an, a really a good role model for the sport. Being a young person who loves tennis, I look at her as a role model. I love what oh, she's done, especially I, talking about like social injustices, all the Black Lives Matter movement, bringing that to the media attention, the way yeah. she handles herself on the court with her tennis, the way everything, her whole personality, the way she talks about her fellow professionals, nothing but respect for them as well. And this whole thing for me um, stinks on the French Open side of things because I feel like they could have handled it a little bit better. I've not seen solutions. All I've seen is issues from them. They've 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 keep saying about the fine. They keep saying, "Oh, she's going to default from the tournament." But why have you not tried to reach out to her and, and sort it out? I know people are saying that they did, and she refused point blank. But maybe they just didn't do a very good job at it because she yeah. seems like quite a nice person to talk to. Yeah, there was. Uh, I was watching afterwards uh, the sort of the aftermath uh, when they she just announced it. They were talking about it on the TV. They were saying that, that there was people who did reach out to her. She sort of she was a closed book, really. She didn't really want to speak to anyone about it. You can sort of understand it because once one person gets to speak to you then everybody's going to assume that they have the right to speak to you as well. Once you open up to one person, you've got to open up to the rest of the media. And that's what she's trying to avoid, really. Yep. She she doesn't want to speak to the, the press at the moment. If it is as bad as what uh, Naomi Osaka says, I really do just wish her th the best, really. I don't want to see any tennis player out there on this planet struggling or any sports person for that matter struggling with mental health issues whilst trying to get through probably one of the toughest tournaments in the world which is the french open 
Uh, it's tough enough trying to get through these matches, let alone struggling with demons inside your head and struggling with the media who can sometimes be a bit neurotic. They can push buttons, but they know what they're doing when they go into press conferences and stuff like that. So they can, and they do it on purpose because they want the headline. You got to, you got to remember that media. Yeah, want I'm, not really, I'm not really opposed to the, the, the role the media play in this in terms of ultimately they're not always the nicest of people. They ask foul questions, respond in a foul way. Just make sure you're doing yeah, it. But that's the way yeah, my attitude is. You've person. seen Roger. I know that. And that's why I feel sorry for her. She's and a very she's, sweet she's, and mate, innocent individual. I'm, so, I'm, I'm not against her decision not to do the press conferences. I think that's fine. But I think she should be fined. I think she should be fined for not doing it because it's part it's of the, the role. It's part of the job. It's the rules. rules. Everyone, everyone else has to follow the rules and do that. So she should be entitled to that. Just like if it was my job um, and I had to do some part of... Uh, part of the job what you have to do if i didn't do it i would have a word with my manager he might sack me do you know what i mean if you're not doing something there needs to be repercussions if it's part of the job and it's always been part of it is the media because it allows the sport to grow i've got nothing wrong with that but all them fretting and to sort of default her from future french opens and nah, even this one nah, nah, nah. i think that's just overboard they've gone over the top keep it as the fines the hefty hefty as it is do you know what i mean do you have to go the extra mile what? So what's because the... clearly this girl's suffering. Like, just leave her alone. It seems Let's... to be a bit too much harassment. She doesn't want to do it, and that's it. Maybe if she's not in a fit state, the, the question you could ask is if she wasn't prepared to be doing that and it is part of the job, maybe she should have thought about entering the competition to begin with uh, in order to protect her mental health because that's the most important thing. If she's not in a fit state mentally, maybe the best decision to have would have been is to not enter the tournament until she feels a lot better within herself to be able to deal with these issues. Do you not think uh, in these sort of situations as well, you've really got to take into account people, it's health on the, the whole uh, aspect of health. If somebody is suffering from bad health in any way, are they still forced to do the press conference? Like if, Somebody had, I don't know, hurt themselves physically. Are they still mandatory to have to do press conferences? Press conferences like this type of thing is. Do you still categorize physical health and mental health? Are they completely separate things? Because if if someone slipped over on court or they still won the match, but they were in a in a bad way, and they say, "Oh, I've hurt my knee a bit. I don't. I need to go and lie down." They're like, "No, you have to do a press conference." Would they? I don't know if they would be like that. They would probably say, "Oh no, it's fair enough. You looked bad yeah. when you went off court. We'll allow you that." Yeah. But if it's well, your mental health, you can't prove it. It's a good point, mate. And maybe because it's subjective, that's why with a physical yeah. thing, it's something you can see. You can physically see that someone's in. You can see there's a yeah. there's an X-ray to prove they've got a broken leg. You can't exactly. see an X-ray of someone's of, of mind, and that's why it's a good point you raise. Maybe there could be some policies in place if people are feeling a bit mentally low. The only problem is it can be exploited. There can be people then saying, playing, let's say, a mental health card and using that to not to, to in order not to see the press. You see yeah. how it's a fine line. It's very difficult to think because how are you supposed to? You can't police it. It's very difficult. And um, as uh, I think Aswa said, uh, she is a celebrity now. Scrutiny comes with that. When it's yeah. overwhelming, uh, she should take time for herself. Rules of the game won't change since the media is part of it. And that's more or less what I was saying. The media is part of it. You can't change the rules of the game. No. But if she's feeling this way inclined, she should focus on herself. 
because there's nothing is more important than your own mental health. And as much no. as she wants to try and win a French Open title and prove a lot of people wrong, saying that she can win stuff on clay and one of the biggest tournaments on clay, ultimately, protect your mental health. Don't enter to begin with. Um, if if she can't get the right terms to be able to do it, because it was never going to really work, her refusing to pay to, to do the thing. It just creates too much of a negative attitude towards her. We had people in the live stream sort of saying nasty things about her. We had people supporting her, but it just creates too much frenzy. And we're not talking about what we're here for. And that's the tennis. And when you have more things happening outside the court, other than the tennis, that's when there's an issue and something needs to change. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's very subjective, mental health. It's something which many people suffer with, but only the people who really suffer with it know what it's like to go through it. And it can be like this this case of depression that she spoke of. People don't know what depression's like. It can really affect someone's life in a very negative way. Um, I could say I'm probably lucky. I don't know what it's like. I'm... I could say, oh, I felt down a couple of days. That's not depression. There's people, they can barely get out of bed. They can barely move. They can barely do like run their everyday life. And that's how she is possibly feeling going out, trying to play tennis tournaments. And if you're thinking you're trying to put something else on top of that, like she's a talented person. This is this is no doubt about this. She is an amazing talent. She's a sweet person. She's a good-looking person. She's marketable. She she gets endorsements everywhere, all over the world. Cameras on her. That's not really her choice. That's just come to her because she's talented. It comes she's with the territory, though, mate. And you've got to be able yeah. to handle it. If you can't handle it, you need to take time out of the spotlight. What did you say because... get rid of all my sponsors. No, I don't no, want exactly, anything. It, it, I don't exactly want anything. It comes with it. If you get all that money and thing, this is what oh. happens. It's the top do, and bottom of it. But it doesn't take it away from the fact that I think the Roland Garros is a lot to blame for this because they're not a policy in place for mental health. They're not seem to really prioritise it too much. As much as they can make statements and stuff, they've not done very. They've not done very much, in my opinion. And I think your point about the whole physical thing, if someone's physically with an injury, they wouldn't make someone do a press conference. No. But they will if they've got mental issues. So that's where there's a fine line there, but it's difficult to really yeah. to work out. Um yeah, it's really difficult. She's clearly doing so well for herself and it is mental, just shows you really, something I find bemusing. Someone who's been so successful in the women's game, we saw her win in Australia and all these other events and Grand Slams all over the world, to be the highest paid woman athlete in the world and someone still suffering from depression and other issues, it just shows you, at the end of the day, Success does not necessarily mean happiness in life. No, and some of the doesn't. most successful people in the world can sometimes be the saddest. And that's exactly like 12 Travel 21 has alluded to. Um, really good point. Tyson Fury, the top of the boxing world. He won the world title against Vladimir Klitschko. And once he'd won it, it's it's like everything gets on your back. You yep. have all the media on you. It's like you've achieved everything that you ever dreamed of. You've now become world champion. Naomi Osaka, she became Grand Slam champion. And then all the eyes are on you. And it's it's like, do you want that anymore? It, what do you have left to achieve? What uh, Have you achieved all your goal? There, there's other sides of things to players' mental health or these fighters' mental health. And he went into a spiral where he was considering trying to commit suicide, which is yep. 
horrendous, which you think he fell out of the sport. He gave up his titles. Is I don't want to see that he for put Naomi on weight, Osaka. didn't he? He changed yeah. completely. I don't want to um, see that. I don't no, want to but, see that for Naomi Osaka. I don't want to see a drop out of tennis. As Melez said, though, she would. She was happy to play this tournament. She wanted to continue with it. She entered it. She, she understood she was undergoing some issues mentally, but she wanted to partake in the tournament. She wanted to give her best. She's a competitor. Um, but ultimately, the reason she pulled out was because of the threatening nature of the ITF and the other officials at the at Roland Garros as well. I'm not sure who makes these big decisions. But they were very threatening the fact that they're going to default her. They're going to prevent her from playing future tournaments. And that's her career. I think that's where the line's just been gone a bit too far. I think keep it to the fines. Make it uh, reach out to her. Try and liaise with her. But you don't want to try and send someone who's such a kind-hearted lady um, to, to send her off packing her bags crying. I think that's a bit... Was that it's, not, it's not a nice though? look. It's not a good look for tennis. And it's not a good look for, for the sport at all, anything to do with it. I don't think they, that was in the rules prior to the French Open, though. There's a rule in the book that says you'll get fined if you don't do your press conferences. That is the rule. The rule isn't, we'll default you if you don't do your f press conferences. That is just a rule they brought in just to make, try and force her into press conferences. She's the, she's the biggest, uh, gross earning sports star in women's sport. They want her in press conferences. They've said to her, if you don't do it, yeah, get out pretty much. Yeah. That, that's pretty much it. You don't do yeah. it. We're not even well, going to fine you anymore. Get out. Yeah. It's just not the right approach. And let's have a little look through her statements. I know people are asking about it, so I'll let you read that yeah. out. You made it quite big there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's there for uh, even uh, the people who are struggling. Don't need your glasses today, JG. Uh, we've got, so here in Paris, I was already feeling vulnerable and anxious. So I thought it was better to exercise self-care and skip the press conferences. I announced it preemptively because I do feel like the rules are quite outdated in parts. And I wanted to highlight that. I wrote, Well, I wanted to highlight that. Sorry. I wrote privately to the tournament apologizing, saying that I would be more than happy to speak to them after the tournament as the slams are very intense. Obviously, I'm going to take some time away from the court now. But when the time is right, I really want to work with the tour to discuss ways we can make things better for players, press and fans. Anyway, uh, I hope you're all doing well and staying safe. Love you guys. And I'll see you when I see you, which uh, is a bit worrying for me that she just leaves it a bit open ended like that. With So wait, with this is the second part of it. You don't have the top of it, do you? So uh, there's two parts to the tweet. So that's the second part. No, Sorry, I, I wonder what was going. So the first bit, I've got it here. It's fine. I can read it out. Are so you sure? yeah. So it's quite a long one. I was I was wondering. Oh, she started off with this. Hey everyone, this isn't a situation I ever ever imagined or intended when I posted a few days ago. I think now's the best time for the tournament. Uh, the other players and my well-being is to withdraw so that everyone can get back to focusing on the tennis going on in Paris. I never wanted to be a distraction and I accept that my timing was not ideal and my message could have been made clearer. So she's accepted the fact that at the start, she wasn't great in the way she, yeah. she, she presented herself, could have been a little bit clearer. And that's what I alluded to at the start. She certainly could have, but she definitely improved with that side of things. Um, oh, have you got it up there? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, you can keep going, mate, if you want to. Yeah, more importantly, I would have never trivialized mental health or used the term lightly. The truth is that I have suffered long bouts of depression since the US Open in 2018, and I've had a really hard time coping with that. Anyone that knows me knows I'm introverted, 
Uh, and anyone that has seen me at the tournaments will notice that I'm often wearing headphones as that helps dull my social anxiety. And that's yeah. what we spoke about. That's very clear. Yeah. We've seen it in her press conferences. Yes. She spoke about this many times. Uh, this is not a lie. It's very evident that this is what she's been suffering with. But it's not really a sufferance. I think it makes her very charismatic. It's yeah. the reason I love her so much. It's the reason why she's so marketable and reason why she's probably one of the most paid, well, the, pay, the most paid woman on the planet because yeah. she is a character. And with that sort of, it's not nice to feel socially anxious, but she sort of plays it off quite well, I think. And it's just horrible to see that she's sort of been bamboozled and kind of bullied by uh, the sort of more senior people in tennis to be forced to withdraw. I think the fine was well enough uh, within their rights to do, but they've taken it an extra, extra, extra level there. Yeah, um, I think so. I'm not a natural public speaker and get huge waves of anxiety before I speak to the world's media. I get yeah. really nervous and find it stressful to always try and engage and give you give you the best answers I can. Well, I mean, it's sort of if you want someone to be honest, that is as honest as she can be, bluntly, really. Imagine if you let's just strip this back one second. Imagine it is you, me, any other person on the planet, and they put you, let's say, on a on a platform, on a stage, and there's 50,000 people standing there and say, how was the match, JG? Did you have a good time? How are you going to feel the first time that you're standing there and all you can see is 50,000 people staring oh, that, at well, you? It depends, mate. Some people thrive on it. Yeah, they'll play they, up to the crowd. Yeah, they'll love some, it. But some. that's not her. That's not what no. she is. She says she's not that confident in these situations. And that's not really the issue anyway, because as a tennis player, in the situation she is, she's, to, she's expected to do that. So it's something she's going to have to work on and improve. Yeah, however... However, it doesn't make it right to see the way it's ended here with her being having to pack her bags and go home. No. It's horrible to see her upset like that. Um, I think probably, I think I said it at the start as well, I know I'm probably repeating myself now, I've been speaking 20 minutes about it, is the fact that I think she should have probably never entered the tournament to begin with because at the end of the day, as much as it would be nice for her to win a Roland Garros title and prove a lot of doubters wrong, the key is her own mental well-being. And if she's not feeling yeah. great about herself, she shouldn't put herself in a vulnerable position to be exploited by people. And that is the, the main thing. And as much as it's tough, people have bad times in life. You need to make, make sure that you look after yourself in them times and not leave yourself exposed. It's difficult because it's her job and people are often forced into doing a job purely because to get their money and stuff. But I don't think it's a financial reason for her. It was more of the fact that she's a competitor and she wanted to win and prove people wrong. Do you think Proof to herself as well, because she's capable. She played quite well the other day in, in spells. Do you think that there's is the people around her need to help her a lot as well? Because it's not just her. When you're the biggest earning female athlete in the world, it's not the decisions just aren't up to you. You you have a whole team of people around you. You've seen with the best players in the world. They're people, they have advisors, they're people who can help her through these type of things. Are the right people in her corner? That's what I want to know. Are the people who are there aiding her mental health, not making it worse? Does she have... Because when you get to that yep. stage in your I think career... it's a good thing to uh, evaluate now. I think she needs, yeah, yeah, def she needs to look at the people around her. She's obviously got her boyfriend. He seems okay. She's got a right. sister, other family. I'm not sure exactly all of her team. Who else is um, there? Though? There needs to be someone maybe on there sort of helping her with the mental side of things to sort of improve that side. Because 
it's just really sad, isn't it? We don't want to. We don't want to be talking about these kind of things with Osaka. No. We want to be talking about her lifting titles because I'm sure she will be very soon. It's not going to happen this year for her, but maybe another year, Roland Garros. So certainly, US Open coming up, she's going to be a favourite for that. Yeah, for sure. I just think it's. I think there's other ways you can deal with these type of things. Where was the? Where were the conversations? I know that obviously they were taking a hard stance. Surely there's a middle ground in all of this where they can have a meeting, they can sit down together and just discuss it behind closed doors and just come to an agreement. Considering she is so sought after in this tournament, they want her there. She wants to be there. There must be a a level of agreement you can come to. Yeah, so, well, Clive there's in the chat saying she might have good people in her corner, but someone missed something in this situation. Yeah, it should never have been allowed to get to this stage. No, that's never. For sure. Yeah, exactly. And there, yeah. there should be other people. Sp- when you get to that stage in your career, when you're that big, there are people who deal with a lot of stuff for you. There should have been somebody dealing with this for her and making it not this media frenzy that we've got right now. This should have been all kept very, very low key. The fact that it was big headlines before we've even hit a tennis ball in Roland Garros. Whoever's in charge of her media needs to really sort themselves out, or she needs to get. No, rid no, of she's it. in charge of her own media. So a well, lot of the posts she, she does. No, I like that though. I no, like no, that, mate. I, I, I don't. Think I like she that she's doing her own post. I think she's good. Yeah. It makes people accountable. I don't want to see all these boring posts made all PR wise and stuff. That's not the reason she's um been impacted by mental health by the way she did her post that's the way she feels inside she can't control that she's just expressed it in the best way she knows how but what she media. needs is people supporting her and helping her through it and, yeah, but- and rather than actually being like the itf and everything and saying oh you're not never going to play here again then and criticizing her and being a bit too harsh on her finer leave it at that done where's the where's the line though you've got media you've got social media that there, there's they're the same thing, really. It's media. They've got the same word in it. If you're happy to do and put your life out there for everybody to to see, then you're happy to be in the media. Obviously, it's not a live thing. You're posting stuff, the things that you want people to see. No, I think Being... social media is different. It's more of a platform for people to express themselves. Kyrgios does a great job at it himself, and I'm, I'm fully f- a, a for it. I love players having their own social media and writing what they want to say when yeah, they want to say it because they're their own people at the end of the day. And as although they're, they're big sports stars and making all this money, they're still human beings. And I think they should be allowed to have that luxury as well. But do you not think in this, I think I totally agree with you in that point, but do you not think in this type of situation, speaking out so early without having uh, a manager to maybe say, don't post that just yet. You can post it maybe soon, but let's speak to the Roland Garros people. Let's let's sort of try and iron this out beforehand. I don't mind you posting it once we've sorted something out, as long as mm. they're happy with it. But there's there's ways about going about things that it could have been done in a much nicer way. And obviously she's speaking out beforehand because she's very conscious of it. She doesn't want to be attacked, but unfortunately it's had the reverse effect from a lot of people. She's got more attacks and that's the last thing she wants. Yeah, and no, it's, it's not worked very it. well for the whole situation, but then I think Roland Garros are partly to blame as well. They're as much to blame yeah. as yeah, anyone yeah, else sure. in this. Probably for the sure. biggest part because they've not done a good job of anything. Uh, we've got Liam there, obviously bring his comment up because he, he makes a good point. Thinks you guys may be missing the key point here, which is social anxiety. She yeah. said in her statement, 
She does not like talking to the press due to social anxiety, which is a different topic altogether. Yep. To It sort of falls within mental health, but that's just sort of, it's more of a character trait, isn't it? It's become yeah. with her. Yeah, social anxiety is a real thing. And if nobody's suffered from this before, it is, uh, it's a horrible thing situation to to be in especially when you're in situations like well forced Stark. she's forced into them let's yeah. be honest she's she talking about the crowds and all these different things she's just been she's, she's got, just because she's good at tennis she's going to be put into big social uh situations yeah, exactly. but when she was becoming good at tennis she didn't really she didn't that wasn't her aim to become no. in these situations you don't think she'd ever become a like a a, a music star or something like a, well, imagine a pop star that. would she let's let's just say that imagine <laughs> at the end of every tennis match, they just said, oh, yeah, yeah, by the way, at the end, every time you win, you have to sing a song in front of 50,000 people or something. Imagine how much worse everybody would feel then because then everybody would have anxiety because you'd feel your whole soul would be on show. Everyone would mock you. Oh, look what they did. They sang that word. They sang out of tune. Oh, but when you answer a question... She, you don't see it in her. She seems sweet, but it's yeah. because she's in fear all the time. She's yeah. she's she doesn't know what to come out with. She's like, oh, do you know where the what good restaurants are around here in Australia? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's always funny, but I don't think you see the real side that's going on. It's not. She's struggling to get stuff out. Yeah, hundred percent. I think we're going to wrap it up there because it's a late yeah. one. We've not even had dinner yet. We've been streaming all day. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. We're gonna have some rest now. Uh, it's not a very good Indeed. note to be ending the down, but we thought we have to bring the news out and just share our stance. Yes. More so to end all the questions as well, because we've been getting non-stop. Asaka, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Uh, on all of the live streams, and it's easier just to direct people to one video with, with our thoughts in, so everyone can watch it in the, whenever they want. Um, yep. Let us know what you think. I'm happy for everyone to leave comments on their thoughts. Yeah, just please. try and be nice, people. Come on. This is a sensitive topic. Uh, we're in 2021. And mental yeah. health is should be the forefront of everyone's minds. Um, and it's, I don't want to see anything too negative about it. So come on, look at yourself if you were being negative. Um, and at the end of the day, we've just seen someone, one of the most, well, one of the greatest players to play this game right now has had to withdraw from a tournament due to um, not tennis reasons. So, Indeed. Yeah. And I think if, uh, if you really want to hear the struggles that players go through, you should go and take out, uh, no, you should go and check out Noah Rubin, he was on our podcast. He has a fantastic podcast of his own called Behind the Racket. Go and check that one out. It's all the players. They'll tell you their toughest mental problems they've had throughout their tennis career. And then you can really get an idea of the struggles that tennis players go through. Yeah. But I'll leave it on that. Tom says, Wishner a speedy recovery. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see you guys good. tomorrow for day number three. Take it easy, guys. See you tomorrow. Correct. Podcast Network.